Jeff. is Armed American Radio. If they want to take my guns, they're going to have to bring a station wagon and a whole lot of friends because I'm not giving them anything. From the Car Firearms Group studio. On the Sig Sauer Platinum Microphone. Mark, we know they want to take our guns, and now we're going to make them eat it. Freedom might be an uphill battle sometimes, but freedom will always prevail. Proudly presented to you by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. Here is your host of Armed American Radio, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting for your rights, Mark Walters. 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 Oh, good. Heavens, good heavens. Time change, screwy things going on today midterms coming up on tuesday more stuff coming at you if you're one of those people that are watching that stuff on tv we've got a lot to talk with you about today mark walters in the car firearms group studios on the sig sour mic for you today all of it presented by x insurance every single day the video production brought to you by lead slingers and daniel defense more about our great partners coming up we have got a huge lineup for you today beginning with alan gottlieb followed by legendary talk radio host mark cox out of st louis 97.1 fm followed by dr john lott followed by awr hawkins followed by a classic round table with russell stewart from beverly hills guns filling the big shoes of neil mccabe who is covering the trump rally in florida today for one american news let's get started because we have a lot of ground to cover with mr alan gottlieb founder of the second amendment foundation mr gottlieb how are you today my friend we're getting over a pretty bad cold, but it's great to be with you, Mark. Well, I tell you, I've been fighting the sinus infection myself, so I feel you. I'll go as easy on you as I can. Mr. Gottlieb, we have a lot to talk about with you today. Let's start with this. The court cases have been racking up. We talked the last time you were on the air with me about the foster home, Illinois, challenging the foster home daycare gun ban. Has there been any update to that yet? No, we're still waiting on that one. Uh, it's hard for me to even keep track because there's like 10 of them moving all at the same time. Uh, no, that one hasn't moved yet at all. Okay, so we'll hold off on that one. We've got a whole slew of other ones to talk about, including the Second Amendment Foundation warning. And this wasn't a court case, ladies and gentlemen, but it is action taken by the Second Amendment Foundation warning a California city against zoning to prevent gun ammo and retail uh, gun and ammo retail sales in redwood city california against continuing a moratorium on allowing firearm retail sales within its jurisdiction alan what's going on with this nonsense more nonsense in california i guess yeah well you know we've had a lot of cities in california trying to push back after the supreme court Bruin decision by pushing more gun control stuff than they think they can get away with uh, and this is part of staff's uh, legal preemption project, where sometimes you don't just file suit after they pass something before they if they telegraph they're going to do it, or they have something already on the books that we think we can get them to get rid of before going to court. We you know send them a legal document letting them know that they're going to be challenged in court if they continue this kind of nonsense. And this is one of the cases there in Redwood, California, that um, they obviously are trying to make sure that nobody can buy or sell guns or ammunition in their city. And as a result, we've threatened to sue them. Uh, and we'll see now if they back down or not. Uh, we've, we've already backed down or, or gotten off the books over 500 anti-gun laws across the country without having to go to court. So when we can save our donors dollars and not go to court, we try to do so. And this is a case of, like that. Alan, let me let me press a little bit on this one. Adam Kraut, the Second Amendment Foundation executive director, noted this by indefinitely preventing any firearms or ammunition retailers from opening within the city. Redwood City has directly impeded its residents from acquiring the means to protect themselves and their families, as guaranteed by the Second Amendment to you to me, to armed American radio listeners on hundreds of radio stations around the nation today. That seems pretty slam dunk to us, Alan, but it's California. They continue to press these issues in the face of the Constitution. How effective is the threat from SAF in a state like California versus somewhere else where California is used to playing games like this? 
Well, I think you really really answered the question better when you made the statement how this is, you know, it seems like a slam dunk. They, Redwoods knows it's going to be a slam dunk, and the threat of suit hopefully will back them down, uh, knowing that they're going to lose in, in court. So our hope here is as anti-gun as some of the city council members may be, they're also going to be smart and not want to waste their taxpayers' dollars on a loss and get all the bad publicity. Uh, so it's not a matter of necessarily ju- jurisdiction or where they are. It's more or less that this is such a great overstep and overreach, uh, an attack on gun rights. They know they're going to lose it. It's more for PR, and now we pushed back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, are these local municipalities in California, Alan? Do any indication that these local leaders might be in touch with King Tut of gun control? himself in California, Newsom. Does Newsom egg this stuff on, or is this stuff just concocted at the local level because of the history, and they feel like they'll try to get away with it because they can, as the examples have been set by the, by the powers to be in the governor's mansion, for example? Well, I'm sure Newsom is all for this, but my guess is it's more being pushed by anti-gun groups across the United States that don't even, okay. aren't even based in California. This is part of their game plan to push their anti-gun rights agenda nationwide, uh, and they work very well with city councils and mayors of small towns. Okay, it's always interesting to me. Ladies and gentlemen, I wanted to press on that a little bit because it is California. We know how they play pool. Uh, Alan, I think you've you've answered the the questions there. Did you want to add anything else to Redwood before I move across the country to Maryland, where some fascinating developments are occurring? Keep moving. All right, let's move over. Let's move out to Maryland now. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, I covered this on the weekday show. The Second Amendment Foundation has filed a supplemental reply brief in the Maryland gun ban challenge. That's the Fourth Circuit Maryland assault weapons ban that was granted cert and then remanded to the lower court for reconsideration by the Supreme Court post-Bruin. There have been oral arguments scheduled now for December 6th in that case, Alan. This is a big one. What is the supplemental reply brief? What does it mean, and what stage are we in in this huge case in Maryland? Well, obviously, we're getting very close to all other arguments. You gave the date in, 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 coming up here in December. Uh, we'll be in Richmond. It'll be in federal court in Richmond, Virginia. Uh, and so this case is moving rather quickly. My feeling is going to be this is the first case that's going to hop to the Supreme Court uh, on the assault and ban. Uh, and I'm really kind of excited about it. The Supreme Court set this one up by, you know, remanding it back down to, to get some more fact-finding to, to kick it back on up, so to speak. Uh, and so our supplemental brief here, we added stuff uh, opposing some of the uh, briefing that the state of Maryland has done uh, to try and, and justify having this, this ban in place, which isn't going to make it. So our 34-page brief uh, really assess, assess the fact that the uh, guns they want to ban in Maryland are really in common use for lawful purposes and are definitely protected by the Constitution. Uh, the state was trying to argue that they're not you know, in common use and uh, they're not, you know, commonly used for self-defense. So we supplemented our brief with a whole lot of information showing these modern sporting uh, semi-automatic rifles are used for self-defense for lawful purposes. And the state of Maryland is not opportunity to decide whether individuals making it should be making or some bureaucrats should consider uh, it. It should be up to the individual. So we're not allowing any foot dragging here. And, and with a day coming up here in another month, uh, we'll have all the arguments. And I'm assuming I would be shocked in 30, 60 days we have a decision after that. Wow, that's quick. Alan, does Maryland, is Maryland not aware of the fact that over 25 million AR-15-style rifles are in common use in Americans' hands across the country? Certainly they have to know this. And they also have to know, so maybe two-prong here as we will likely take this answer to the break, but they have to know the fact that the court remanded it back after granting cert that this case is likely bound for the Supreme Court if this thing is lost again at the at the at the second lower level in the appellate court after that they they can't possibly think that the Supreme Court won't take this case after the action that they took please enlighten us to this I, this just sounds like sheer stupidity to me on Maryland's part well here's what might happen to mark the appeals court could rule in our favor 
and then Maryland could try to appeal it to the Supreme Court or choose right. not to. The Supreme Court could choose not to hear it, saying hey, the, the appeals court made the right decision and we're just leaving it. So it may not get to the Supreme Court. We may just win it flat out at the appeals court level. Uh, and again, you know, if we win it at the appeals court level, uh, which I believe we will, what's going to happen is is that, uh, again, Maryland has to be dumb enough to take it to the Supreme Court to give us a national decision. And they might just be dumb enough to do that. Well, and uh, ladies and gentlemen, the reason that Alan's answer was so important there was because if they let it stand, it sits in the Fourth Circuit. It's a Fourth Circuit victory. But if they go to the Supreme Court and the Supreme Court takes the case and we are successful in the Supreme Court, as Alan just mentioned, it becomes a national decision. So, you know, Alan, I don't put anything past these people as far as stupidity is concerned, but we're going to have to wait and see. One thing sitting in the background is this, not, this is not only our only assault and bad challenge moving up the court system. We have been multiple jurisdictions across the country, so one of them is going to land on the Supreme Court's death. You better believe it. I'm talking with the great Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation, under the weather and on the air with you. That's how important this is. We'll ask about that other the other assault weapons ban cases when we come back and a whole slew of other things to get through with Alan. We'll be right back. Do not go away. Sig Sauer is the manufacturer of the game-changing P365 high-capacity micro-compact. This revolutionary new concealed carry pistol gives you more capacity, concealability, and capability. The award-winning Sig Sauer P365 redefines the category and has become the most desired handgun on the market today. Holding up to 17 plus one rounds, its ergonomic design makes it more shootable with a clean, crisp trigger pull you'd expect from Sig Sauer. The Sig P365, America's number one selling handgun for a reason. Visit SigSauer.com. It's well known that we live in a world where even good police officers can become targets for frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide liability insurance for police officers to eliminate your exposure and to protect you. We're the very best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions, so call us today or have your insurance agent call us. But call today, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. That's xinsurance.com. America was founded through the blood of hard-fighting, hard-drinking men. Men who believed in freedom and whiskey. Who laid down their lives and their fortunes forging the bedrock of this republic and in doing so created a new species of man, the American. Lead Slinger's Whiskey was founded by seven combat veterans who were tired of people afraid to support the Second Amendment. Together, they brought their love of American bourbon whiskey to freedom-loving, like-minded Americans. For more information and to read the story of Lead Slinger's Whiskeys and Rum, visit LeadSlingersWhiskey.com today. Defender Coffee was created by patriots for patriots. It's coffee for Americans devoted to defending the Second Amendment. It's coffee for Americans who understand that if you don't fight for your freedom, you lose it. That's why Defender Coffee donates profits to gun rights organizations that fight to defend the Second Amendment. When you drink Defender Coffee, every single cup defends your right to keep and bear arms. Visit DefenderCoffee.com today and get free shipping when you join the coffee club. DefenderCoffee.com. The revolutionary Crossbreed Super Tuck holster is the most comfortable and concealable inside the waistband holster you'll ever wear. And nothing even comes close. Designed to completely conceal a firearm of any size and made to be worn with any attire from shorts and a t-shirt to a suit and a tie. Based on your personal carry style, the Super Tuck may be worn comfortably with or without your shirt tucked in. Find out why the Crossbreed Super Tuck is the most often imitated but never duplicated holster design in the world. Visit CrossbreedHolsters.com today. Protecting loved ones and neighbors is a high calling. Over the last few years, men and women of all walks of life have chosen to exercise their Second Amendment right as first-time gun owners. Through education and training, families and communities are empowered to protect themselves and those around them. Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. The Second Amendment Foundation has grown into what many believe to be the most important gun rights organization in America. With hundreds of thousands of active members, it is the Second Amendment Foundation defending your rights in courtrooms across the nation. Winning these battles in local jurisdictions all the way to the Supreme Court requires tireless effort and help from you. Please help the Second Amendment Foundation defend your freedoms by joining or donating today at saf.org. Join us at saf.org. Thank you. 
the North American Arms 32 NAA Guardian Pistol, designed in partnership with Convoy Ammunition. The 32 NAA fires a cartridge based on the 380 case, but neck down to hold the smaller 32 bullet. The result is a remarkable gain of ballistic performance that produces more velocity, energy, and stopping power than any conventional 32 ACP, 380 ACP, or 380 ACP plus P. The 32 NAA from North American Arms. For more information, please visit NorthAmericanArms.com. That's NorthAmericanArms.com. Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. Welcome back to the show. Yeah, visit DanielDefense.com. Do yourself a solid and get on that email list over there. Great emails coming out about all those great products available at DanielDefense.com. And please visit TheDoubleDFoundation.org. We raised a ton of money a couple weeks ago, and, and yours truly was the MC of that event for the second year in a row. Proud to have helped raise hundreds of thousands of dollars for that amazing organization. You can do the same thing. Visit TheDoubleDFoundation.org. I'm sp- speaking here today in the Car Firearms Group studios on the Sig Sauer mic presented by X Insurance with Mr. Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. Alan, let me welcome you back. And I'm being reminded by a number of of our listeners in the chat across the country to thank you for being here, obviously under the weather. It means a lot to the listeners. They're commenting, and we appreciate it very much, sir. Thank you so much. Well, Mark, it means a lot for me to be with your listeners as well. So, you know, we share this commonality. It's an important freedom we all we all try and defend. And so anytime I can be here with your listeners, it's my pleasure to do so. And I, I, I thank them for all their help and their support, and uh, both Armed American Radio, the Second Amendment Foundation, and our gun rights in particular. There you go, guys. Direct from Alan Gottlieb. You are very, very welcome, listeners, and thank you so much. All right, Alan, quickly on that assault weapon ban in Maryland. Greg and I were talking about this a little during the break, and I find it fascinating. Obviously, if we win that case at the appellate court level, the second go around here, because of it being remanded back by SCOTUS post-Bruin, what is, in my estimation, and you tell me if I'm wrong, is likely to happen is the pressure from the anti-gun groups much like the Wren decision in D.C. that just reminded me, they will put pressure on them not to take it to the Supreme Court, forcing us to take another case, and it just basically delaying the inevitable. Does that sound about right? Yes, uh, but there are some anti-gun groups that are so extreme and so out of touch with reality that they, they push it anyway. It's, it's really hard to second-guess crazy. And that's what our opponents really are. Ooh, I like that, Greg. Write that down. There's a drop for you. It's really hard to second-guess crazy. Okay, Alan, let's move on from the Maryland case. And unless you had anything else to add to that, let me ask that question. Well, let me just say just on assault weapons. We also have a case we recently filed against the Connecticut assault weapons ban post-Bruin. There's one we got moving up in the courts in California against the assault and ban there. We've got one moving in Washington State. We've got one moving in Illinois. Uh, so we're in various circuits, and, and we're, we're pushing hard. We're now somewhere about 50 active cases going on in the courts, and a number of them deal with assault weapons and our magazine bans, which is almost one and the same to me. Alan, if this case is one at the appellate level, does it moot the other cases? Is it is it over? Do we put the stake through the heart of these assault weapons bans with a victory? If it's in Maryland? Supreme Court level. If it's, a, if it's a Supreme Court level, yeah. If it's not, no. Okay. And it doesn't moot the other cases, but it does help our cases every place else because we have to file a supplemental authority brief every time we win one of these cases and it impacts another case or there's any kind of a case law decision that could impact any of our cases. We have to go back and file a you know, supplemental authority brief. Uh, and so, for example, if it, when we won the Bruin decision at the Supreme Court, the 40 roughly cases at the time we had in, in all the courts, we had to go back and do a rebriefing and file a, file a supplemental authority brief in all those 40 cases explaining how that decision could impact all the others. See, ladies and gentlemen, it never stops. There is a tremendous amount of work involved in these, even with a victory, and we need your support. SAF. Dot O-R-G, S-A-F dot O-R-G. These cases are not free. They are extremely expensive. Alan, let's move to the amicus brief in the case challenging the D.C. transit gun ban case. What's going on here? Or the gun ban, let me put it that way. What, what's going on with this brief here? And tell us about that case. Yeah, well, of course, there's a ban on 
it is your license to carry concealed in D.C. and to take your firearm on public transit. And, of course, you know, most people who are out in public uh, are going to end up taking public transit or have to leave their gun at home and even though they have the permit, they don't have the means to defend themselves. Uh, so say, a case was filed, and we just did a, an amicus brief on, on behalf of the plaintiffs. Uh, Adam McCrad, our new executive director, uh, actually wrote and filed it all, you know, on his own. It's a great brief uh, because it really went into a lot of, a lot of the proof that uh, people are, one, you know, in danger in public transit, and two, there have been a number of cases around the country where people have actually used firearms to stop bad guys on public transit and save lives. And uh, what our brief basically did was refute a lot of the stuff put in by in, in amicus briefs by the anti-gun groups trying to get the judge to say, oh, it's so dangerous to have a gun on public transit, you sh- they should be able to ban them, which, of course, slides in the face of Bruin again because we don't have that part of the test anymore. It's just the plain text and history of, of the Second Amendment is all that's supposed to count. But the anti-gun has wanted to confuse the situation a lot and, and, and have the judge pushed into an, more of an emotional decision. So we responded back on the emotional part to show that even that isn't accurate. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's crazy out there. It really, truly is. All right, moving along in the essence of time. Both of these are tied together. I'm going to take this one first because the, the release went out first, and then there was an injunction, a, a, a win in a preliminary injunction. This is the motion for preliminary injunction that was filed in the New York church case. And then, of course, we won a preliminary injunction. Take the two of them together and, and clear it up for us. What's going on in this New York church case? Well, by New York Church case, what this is is the ban on carry, even if you like this, to carry in, in places and for houses of worship in New York under their new anti-carry laws in, in New York that they've passed. Uh, we, a week or so ago, we won a temporary straining order against that New York new state law, uh, and then we moved for a preliminary injunction, and the judge moved, moved very quickly. Earlier in the week, we, we asked for the you know, preliminary injunction and filed our motions, and later this week, he granted it to us. And that is not only a temporary straining order, but it's a preliminary injunction against New York State enforcing the law, saying that people who are licensed to carry cannot take their guns to church with them, so to speak. Our plaintiffs in this case are, are two, uh, a pastor and deacon in, in a church uh, that carry their firearm, their license to have it church they always have to protect the parishioners because their churches have been under threats and now they can't protect their own petitioners in the church because of the New York law. Well now they can because we have a preliminary injunction against the law. Will that stand? That preliminary injunction? Well, we'd like to make it made permanent, uh, and that's what we're, we're in court trying to do. Uh, New York is obviously going to appeal it uh, and try and get rid of the preliminary injunction. Uh, but again, now they have more of an uphill fight because we won the first two rounds. Uh, and, and now uh, we'll see where we go with that. This is another case that may be destined to the U.S. Supreme Court because New York is crazy enough to repeal it when they lose. You better believe it. All right, moving quickly. SAF files motion to intervene in challenge of new government firearm definition. Clue us in on that one quickly. Let's take 30 seconds per answer because I got one more to cover with you before we have to let you go. Yeah, well, this is the case where the, where the Biden administration is trying to redefine what a firearm is and, and regulate firearm parts, so to speak. Uh, there's a, it's a, there's a case of this, and it's, it, it obviously affects directly one of our plaintiffs' defense distributed. We're, we're suing other things against the federal government with right now. And so we moved to intervene to become an actual party in the suit. And uh, I'm pretty sure we'll get, get granted you know, the status to do that. And so it'll be another case on our plate. All right, now. You have mentioned in here that, and I'm just going to read the headline, and we've got 30 seconds. SAF says courts must act swiftly to stop bans on carry in places of worship. Is this in addition to what we just talked about? Because I'm talking, this includes synagogues in New Jersey as well. 30 seconds. Yeah, there's another case uh, that a Jewish organization, a uh, religious group, filed uh, wanting to be able to carry uh, you know, their firearms in shul, and, and, and the court's dragging their feet on that. And so we're supporting them to get their case moved ahead quicker. Alan, I'm going to let you go get some sleep. I think we got it all in here today. That was a lot of ground to cover. The timing was perfect. Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. Thank you, sir, on behalf of listeners around the nation. Back right after this with Mark Cox. 
America was founded through the blood of hard-fighting, hard-drinking men. Men who believed in freedom and whiskey. Who laid down their lives and their fortunes forging the bedrock of this republic and in doing so created a new species of man, the American. Lead Slinger's Whiskey was founded by seven combat veterans who were tired of people afraid to support the Second Amendment. Together, they brought their love of American bourbon whiskey to freedom-loving, like-minded Americans. For more information and to read the story of Lead Slinger's Whiskeys and Rum, visit LeadSlingersWhiskey.com today. The North American Arms 32 NAA Guardian Pistol, designed in partnership with Convoy Ammunition. The 32 NAA fires a cartridge based on the 380 case, but neck down to hold the smaller 32 bullet. The result is a remarkable gain in ballistic performance that produces more velocity, energy, and stopping power than any conventional 32 ACP, 380 ACP, or 380 ACP plus P. The 32 NAA from North American Arms. For more information, please visit NorthAmericanArms.com. That's NorthAmericanArms.com. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact gel made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high quality leather and a premium indoor outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts or call 800-978-9358 and remember use promo code AAR. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425 425- Four five four seventy twelve. If you or someone you care about has been thinking about getting their permit to carry a firearm, there's never been a better time than now. Even if you've had your permit to carry for years, keep in mind that gun laws change regularly and not knowing the current laws can be catastrophic. Legal Heat is one of the nation's largest concealed carry training companies. If you're looking to obtain your carry permit for the first time, take a gun law refresher course or take a handgun 101 course, visit LegalHeat.com. They operate in every major city in the United States and will have a number of classes near you. Use promo code AAR to save on a class today. That's Legal heat.com promo code aar protecting loved ones and neighbors is a high calling over the last few years men and women of all walks of life have chosen to exercise their second amendment right as first-time gun owners through education and training families and communities are empowered to protect themselves and those around them daniel defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms which is why they manufacture 100 percent american-made high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty to learn more visit DanielDefense.com. of Reason on KQAM, Wichita's Big Talker, and you're tuned into the Armed American Radio Network. Now let's get back to the man himself, Mark Walters. Wow. <laughs> Mark Walters on the six-hour mic for you in the Car Firearms Group studios, all of it presented by X Insurance. If you are watching on your screens, we'll have Greg tell you how to do that in just a little bit, but that is brought to you 
today and every day by Lead Slingers and Daniel Defense. Please make it a point to check out all of our partners. You can visit them at armedamericanradio.com. And more information on new partners coming up in the next couple weeks as well. The growth continues. Greg, down in Dallas, Texas, I didn't get a chance to say hello to you because of that whirlwind 30 minutes with Mr. Gottlieb covering a ton of ground. How you doing, Greg? I'm doing pretty good. It's no problem at all. I'm always willing to sit in the back seat when Alan is in the house. Were you as tired as I was after that 30 minutes? I mean, oh, that wore me out, man. It was neck snapping. It went by so quick with all the information. <laughs> and then, as usual on this broadcast, Zoom Zoom kicks in. And before you know it, it's the bottom of the hour, and he's got to go. Having said that, let's go to my good friend Mark Cox from the Mark Cox Morning Show at 97.1 FM Talk in St. Louis. Legendary talk radio host, and I'm proud, proud, proud to call him a good friend of mine. Mark Cox, how are you today, brother? Great to be here hey, with I'm you. Co- uh, it's an honor to be on with you, Mark, and uh, thank you for inviting me. I'm just so excited about Tuesday, I can't stand it. Oh, we have, can you, oh, oh, are you waiting for Tuesday like I am? It's like Christmas over here at the ranch. Yeah, or, or Wednesday, or whenever Joe Biden and his minions get around to counting all the votes uh, that I'm sure they're out there harvesting. But yeah, I, we, we are excited, and, you know, uh, things are looking good here in the, in the Midwest. I mean, the turnout looks like it's going to be huge. Let's talk a little bit about St. Louis. You are in, well, you're no longer the murder capital of the United States. That dubious distinction went down to New Orleans. But you guys have been fighting a hell of a battle there in St. Louis. Crime is spiking like crazy. You've got that lunatic Cory Bush roaming around in Missouri. How are you feeling about the midterms? in your neck of the woods and then we'll cover some ground with you and go around the country i want your opinion on some of these other races that are i don't i don't believe they're as tight as they say they are mark but how are you feeling in missouri right now well we're, we're fighting back here you know there's there's a um there's a republican supermajority in the legislature here and uh one thing they're doing for us this election season is they've got an issue on the ballot that's going to be voted on statewide that 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 for cities like Kansas City on the western side of the state, where the state legislature still has some say in the policing, they're going to set minimum budgeting amounts for police. So you can't have lunatic mayors um, decide to defund the police. Now, St. Louis gave up local control, or they gave up statewide control of their police department, and it went back to local control, I think, four years ago, which has been a complete disaster because you know st louis politics as in many of these major cities it's a it's a liberal vacuum it exists in a vacuum no other voices are heard but the far left progressive voices and they've elected a mayor now who's who's done everything she can to defund our police department and she doesn't call it that but she just doesn't fill positions through attrition and she's taken some of that money and spent it on social workers So, uh, I mean, I'm hoping we're going to send a message through that vote that statewide we're not going to put up with this. And I know bills have already been filed to take back control of the St. Louis Metropolitan Police Department to the state level so that we don't have to suffer through that anymore. I mean, it's, it's really been frightening. You know, what really interests me about that is you had and you and I talked about this, but you had a school shooting recently where the cops did everything right. And your governor, yes. Mike Parson, came out and made it very clear. And this goes, ladies and gentlemen, to this nonsense of defunding the police. We saw how valuable, obviously, police are in what happened at that situation at the school in St. Louis. But Mike Parson came out, Mark, as you know, and said, I, we need to go further because there were seven security guards at that school that did fantastic work, but they were unarmed. And I'm going to say, and I'm not going to say unarmed. Unarmed is a choice. They were disarmed by the state. That's why they were not carrying firearms. You had three deaths, including the killer. It likely could have only been one death, the killer. And Parsons has figured that out, right? Is there any progress there? Because he has made it very clear he wants to arm those security guards. Well, there's only so much control he has over it. The the people who disarmed those security guards are the people on the St. Louis uh, school board, right? Because they, they intentionally put unarmed guards in those schools, and their excuse is, well, we have armed guards, but they drive around as needed. So, in other words, they're not there when you need them, just like often you have to call 911 to get an armed police officer, and there's a response time 
uh, that it takes for them to get there. So the, the point that was made repeatedly to these morons at the school board is if if the intruder had met somebody who was armed with a handgun, at least, as they tried to gain entry, uh, seven people versus one, I don't care if the guy did have uh, a semi-automatic sporting rifle with him, he was untrained, that would have potentially eliminated, if not uh, killed the guy right at the door. I mean, if he, he either would have run away or he would have been killed by seven people who were armed. The school board says, well, we, we made a conscious decision not to do that because firearms make some of our children uncomfortable. So, so these guards are disarmed intentionally out of the fear that some snowflake in the school would be more harmed by the sight of a gun in the hands of a good guy than by bullets flying from the bad end of a gun uh, by a bad guy. It's ridiculous. So if I understand this correctly, Mark, moving forward, Parson is all for arming these individuals. This is great progress, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. St. Louis, and this, well, not just St. Louis, but the state of Missouri has an opportunity here to change not just law in Missouri, but across the country. But this is going to have to be a legislative fix, is it not, because the school board apparently wields that power, Mark? Yeah, I don't I don't I'll have to look into whether or not this state could overrule these these school districts in. And I know in several counties in Missouri, there are school resource officers in every school and and the um, the, the, the school district picks up about 75 percent of the officer's salary and the local police department or sheriff's department provides the other 25 percent. And they have somebody trained with a gun in every school in, let's say, St. Charles County, for example, which is just west of uh, St. Louis County. And, I, you know, in terms of the statewide question, I don't know. But it leads me to believe that all of these districts could choose to put somebody armed in the school if they wanted to. They've made a conscious decision not to in a lot of these urban uh, districts. Yeah, we're going to have to we're going to have to follow up on that because that's what it sounds like to me too, Mark. I they could if they want to because there already are some in in Missouri. So this is a well, conscious decision the, by the school board. Yeah, and it's it, it's a sort it's a it's a budget priority, right, Mark? I mean, honestly, half of our high schools around here, the public high schools have have football fields and stadiums that that some small colleges would be uh, envious of. So they're willing to spend the money on some things. But when you start talking to them about hardening these schools, they start crying budgets, budgets, budgets. They have budget problems. We didn't have any budget problem putting AstroTurf on four different high school football fields and upgrading all your stadiums. I mean, it's a matter of priorities. That's priorities. You're absolutely correct. And you know what? Even if, if it were a true budget issue, Mark, raise my tax a penny. Okay. I'd be willing to do that to protect my kids in the school systems. Missouri has an opera. They're sitting on an opportunity now that can make real change, not just in Missouri, but across the country, because they we all saw that amazing response. And now think about this, too, Mark, as we take this to the break. As you mentioned, that was a seven to minute, seven to eight minute response time. Imagine if that response time were seven to eight seconds, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. You would have had one dead killer and a 15-year-old beautiful girl with a future alive and a teacher alive as well. Mark, we're going to a break. When we come back, a lot to talk with you about for one more quick segment. I'm talking with the legendary talk radio host, Mark Cox, of the Mark Cox Morning Show. And I am honored to be a guest on that program on a fairly regular basis. Hope to be again on Tuesday, where we'll be talking about the elections and following up on these conversations as well. Mark Walters on the Six Six Sour Mike for you. Car Firearms Group Studios lit up. All of it presented by X Insurance. Back with one more segment with Mark Cox. Don't go away. If I could have gotten 51 votes, picking up every one of them, Mr. and Mrs. America, turn them all in, I would have done it. 
Protecting loved ones and neighbors is a high calling. Over the last few years, men and women of all walks of life have chosen to exercise their Second Amendment right as first-time gun owners. Through education and training, families and communities are empowered to protect themselves and those around them. Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. As a gun owner, have you ever thought about the liability that would come with having to use your weapon in self-defense? Or the liability that would come with having one of your guns stolen or misused? Or perhaps you work in a profession like security or law enforcement that requires you to carry a gun. Regardless, it's well known that responsible gun owners and security professionals across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits do arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the very best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions, so call us today or have your insurance agent call us and we can work with them to fill any gaps in your existing policy. But call today and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. That's xinsurance.com. If you or someone you care about has been thinking about getting their permit to carry a firearm, there's never been a better time than now. Even if you've had your permit to carry for years, keep in mind that gun laws change regularly and not knowing the current laws can be catastrophic. Legal Heat is one of the nation's largest concealed carry training companies. If you're looking to obtain your carry permit for the first time, take a gun law refresher course or take a handgun 101 course, visit LegalHeat.com. They operate in every major city in the United States and will have a number of classes near you. Use promo code AAR to save on a class today. That's LegalHeat.com. Promo code AAR. Sig Sauer, the largest and most comprehensive firearm manufacturer in the world, also feeds your firearms. Sig Sauer manufactures the ultimate self-defense round, delivering exceptional on-target energy, maximum weight retention, and optimal expansion at all effective distances. Sig Sauer Elite Defense Ammunition is available in all popular calibers and features V-Crown jacketed hollow point projectiles for maximum expansion and weight retention. It's the ultimate defensive ammunition. For more information, visit SigSauer.com today. America was founded through the blood of hard-fighting, hard-drinking men. Men who believed in freedom and whiskey. Who laid down their lives and their fortunes forging the bedrock of this republic and in doing so created a new species of man, the American. Lead Slinger's Whiskey was founded by seven combat veterans who were tired of people afraid to support the Second Amendment. Together, they brought their love of American bourbon whiskey to freedom-loving, like-minded Americans. For more information and to read the story of Lead Slinger's Whiskeys and Rum, visit LeadSlingersWhiskey.com today. At Armed American Radio, we depend on our partners to bring you this broadcast every day. And that's why we've partnered with Fort Worth Armory. Fort Worth Armory searches the world to bring you high-quality, dependable ammo at extremely competitive prices. Proudly partnering with quality importers and manufacturers from friendly nations to bring you reliable ammunition, Fort Worth Armory not only fills your ammo needs, they also help fill your prescription for freedom. Please support the businesses that support Armed American Radio. Visit FortWorthArmory.com today. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. Mike Gallagher wanting to let you know that the crew of the Desperado Sport Fish in Virginia Beach, Virginia supports Armed American Radio and the Second Amendment, and I'm right there with them. Now back to Mark Walters. Indeed, Mike Gallagher, thanks for that rejoin. Appreciate it very much. Mark Walters on the Sig Sauer Mike here in the Car Firearms Group Studios. All of it presented every day, six days a week, hundreds of radio stations by X Insurance. Please, please go out of your way to support the partners that make these conversations possible every single day. You can find them all at armedamericanradio.com. Mark Cox, legendary talk radio host and good friend, 97.1 FM in St. Louis. How are you, brother? It's great to have you here. Thanks for jumping on on with me today. I do appreciate it. 
You know what, Mark, it's an honor to, when I get to get you on my program and tap into your knowledge about what's going on around the country with these different gun laws because we're we're constantly fighting that battle in Missouri. And uh, uh, just like with the election, I, we, we were talking about that a little bit in the last segment. And, you know, I, Heritage Foundation rates how states are doing. Missouri came in at, yes. I think, number four out of the nation in terms of in election integrity. That's going to be so important on Tuesday. And still we had... We had uh, uh, these these progressives in court as recently as Thursday. They got a they got a court somewhere in the middle of the state to enjoin them from a couple of these regulations three or four days before the election, and that was basically to stop them from harvesting votes. Uh, it, what, what the law said was if you if you're going to be the person that brings in more than ten votes, I think it is in an election cycle, you have to register with the state. Uh, and basically states the fact that you're a professional. Well, you know, the, the ACLU and some of these organizations that like to go out and badger people for absentee ballots and all of that stuff, they don't like those restrictions. So, well, uh, yeah, so that, that's been suspended, but hopefully with only three days to go, it doesn't have a huge impact. I hope not. You know, let's talk a little bit about that. First, a, a very generic question. Do you trust this election to be fair? Um, I trust it to be more fair than the last one. Let's put it that way. Um, okay, that's primarily because primarily because we've won a few battles in court. I mean, look at look at Pennsylvania for goodness sake. But the Supreme Court finally woke up and said, "Okay, okay, okay. I guess we'll go by the law now and not let you count ballots that come in after the deadline or that aren't properly addressed on the outside like they're supposed to be." I mean, how did that ever get suspended? In the, the pandemic or not, how did the court ever look at that and say, okay, well, we'll let it go this time? The law hadn't changed. So I, th- I do feel better about it than, than, I, than I did looking back and knowing what we know about 2020. I feel better about the election this time. Does that, does that mean it's, there aren't still going to be some problems because now people have learned how to manipulate the system? I, mm-hmm. I, I hope not. Well, we yeah. just had the case of the guy fired in Indiana who was – uh, the poll worker it, telling people and, and pushing buttons for him on uh, straight Democrat tickets. He's been fired right. and will likely be prosecuted. But, hey, guys, that just doesn't happen. Only that one case in hundreds of thousands of polling places across the country, Mark. It's only that one guy. Right. Uh, you know, it, let me uh, let me give you an, uh, Atlanta as an example. I Stacey Abrams is out now saying that. She will be the governor of Georgia as long as voters in Georgia can navigate through all of the voter suppression that's been put into place. Of course, Georgia has two and a half million votes already, record numbers. And let me say this. My family is going to navigate our way right to a middle school where we vote every election cycle and we don't ever have a problem. And you know who's in line there? White people, black people, red people, green people, yellow people. Every people are in line there. Somehow, at least in my county, Mark, we can find where we need to go. Now, I say that for a reason. When Atlanta pulls its nonsense, Fulton County and DeKalb County, the two major blue counties in the state, if they stop counting ballots late into the evening on Tuesday, I actually truly honestly believe the nation is going to cry foul. I don't think we're going to put up with it this time, Mark. I just don't. Same thing in Philly and other Democrats. Do you? Well, I know I don't. I, I really don't. I think people have started to see through it. And the evidence uh, is there, at least if, if there was an intention to look. And that's the problem. You know, we looked at 2000 Mules, the, the documentary by Dinesh D'Souza. They presented evidence uh, that that pointed to potentially thousands of votes that would have overturned the results in at least three of those swing states. And if those had been overturned, the results of the last election and yet not a single member of law enforcement, particularly the FBI, uh, the, the Civil Rights Division at the FBI, that should probably be involved in looking at whether or not, uh, you know, anybody's civil rights were damaged by people dropping off ballots in the middle of the night with rubber gloves on. I mean, what, to my knowledge, there's not been a single investigation launched as a result of what was discovered that day. How's that possible? Well, why, it's like Martha, we're living in the Why would down. there be? 
Why would there be? You're an election denier. The media said so, brother. <laughs> They're not going to give. Look, I believe like you. I believe people see through this now. Let's talk. Let's talk Pennsylvania for a moment. Who in yeah. the world could vote for Fetterman? Who could vote for this guy? Yeah, I heard Dr. Phil say the other day. Let's face it. If he if you walked onto a plane and that guy was a pilot, you'd turn around and get back off. Well, it's absolutely well truth. <laughs> I mean, it is somebody, somebody's got to speak <laughs> the truth about this. And, of course, Oprah is now uh, attacking uh, Phil, Dr. Phil and Dr. Oz. She launched both of their careers only right. to find out that apparently they're conservatives and she now doesn't like them. Well, Kid Rock stood up for everybody. And <laughs> I can't say on my show what he said about Oprah. But he he spoke for millions of us when basically the, the good part of it was he called her a fraud. And if you know anything about the start of both of those men's careers, it, it, it to me, it's just it, it's crazy. But nonetheless, how do you think we make out with the short time that we have left on Tuesday? And you and I will be talking on Tuesday again. Is that right? Hopefully. Yeah, I hope so. Yes. OK, good deal. How do you think we make out? I believe we take the House and the Senate. And I think Biden's agenda is done. But, I, you know, a lot of people say I'm overly optimistic, Mark. No, I know. I think I, I think we've got a 30 vote margin in the House minimum, and I would not be surprised if we've got a two or potentially best case scenario three vote advantage in the Senate. I think people are fed up when you when you see polls that show 80 percent of Americans think America's headed in the wrong direction. That's not because of abortion rights. That's because they can't pay to drive to work or when they go to the grocery store. You know, they're paying $16 a pound for roast beef. That's what people are going to be voting on Tuesday. And I absolutely believe Republicans will control Congress again when the day when the when the votes are all counted. Yeah, the desperation coming out of the White House and the phony explanations from KJP and the rest, I think, are proof positive of that. Again, ladies and gentlemen, I could be I've been accused of being a little bit overly optimistic here. The one the one election mark that bothers me as we take it to the break here is this. And that is I do not believe Walker and Warnock. I am hopeful that Walker pulls this out. But here in the state of Georgia, it's got to be 50 percent or it goes to a runoff. And I want to avoid that in this state at all costs. If that idiot libertarian would get out of the race, we'd see over 50 percent. But they're not going to. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a two party system. I don't care if you like that or not. It just is what it is. Hey, Mark Cox, 97.1 FM. Thank you, brother. I love you. And keep fighting the fight. And I'm looking forward to talking to you on your show for the uh, 2A Tuesday, bro. We're going to have a great time. You bet. Mark, you're a great American. Thanks for having me. Mark, appreciate you coming on. Wow, ladies and gentlemen, what an amazing first hour of radio. We covered an awful lot of ground with, of course, Alan Gottlieb and the great Mark Cox, legendary host. He is just so much fun. And you know, Greg, I got to bring him in. He needs to co-host the show with me for a full solid three hours. Wouldn't that be fun? That'd be interesting. So, Mark, if you're tuned in, I will ask you about that. When we come back, Dr. John Lott will be here for the first two segments, followed by A.W.R. Hawkins for a fantastic round of two-way current event catch-up. Stay tuned. We'll be back at six minutes after the hour with another solid hour. Do not go away. You've just filled your prescription for freedom with Mark Walters, presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. On the Armed American Radio Network. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. 
Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact gel made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high quality leather and a premium indoor outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts or call 800-978-9358 and remember use promo code AAR. 